You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Do you have any holidays that you geek out on? Some people I know are obsessed with Christmas or Halloween. They discuss it year round. They get really hyped, dress up for it. Well, I, I'm, I do that with Thanksgiving. I am all in, all hype for Thanksgiving. And that being said, guys, I am extremely excited that I get the privilege and honor to tell Joe and to tell all of you listening the greatest phrase anyone could possibly utter. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I am just, I'm overwhelmed. The day is finally here. This is Systematic Geekology. We are the Priest of the Geeks. I am Joshua Knoll, your personal Thanksgiving um, <laughs> concierge. I don't know. What, what, what do you call What do you call uh, some, when you're obsessed with a holiday? <laughs> uh, enthusiast? Enthusiast. There we go. Your, your personal Thanksgiving enthusiast. Please go to our website and message me if you want to know random things about Thanksgiving. I'm going to try my best not to give you unnecessary facts today. I'm joined by Joe Day. Joe, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, man. I'm glad to be here with you. Uh, it's it's one of those, this is one of those episodes, I'm, I'm excited to just by osmosis experience the stupid amount of joy that you get about this holiday, man. I, I, I literally, year round, this, this is my thing. Guys, we're jumping into the episode now, if you, if you wanted to know. I, the beginning of the year, we've had one of those like couple devotionals where each day you have to like write something. And the first one was like, uh, what are you looking forward to most this year? I was like, Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then day two, you know, you have to both write the answer to that one. It's like, what are you most thankful for from last year? And I'm, Thanksgiving. <laughs> My answer for the first seven days were Thanksgiving. <laughs> was Thanksgiving. My wife was like, you can't say Thanksgiving every day. I was like, oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet I could. Oh uh, man. I, I love I love this day. I love the food. I love everything it stands for. There's nothing about Thanksgiving that I don't adore other than this is my hot, wrong opinion of the episode. I don't love stuffing. It's not for me. So being being in the industry, I can tell you that not all stuffing is created equal. I That's don't true. like that stuff that you like the stuff that comes from inside the bird. I'm yeah. I'm not here for that mushy nonsense. Like that shit. That stuff is wallpaper paste. That's not. That's not actual food. Yeah, yeah. I guess I should clarify. There are rare exceptions where it's done well, and I like it. If it's done in the pan, if you do it in the bird, a your stuffing ends up mushy. Your bird yeah. ends up dry. Don't do that. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> am I allowed to say that's stupid? I, is that a thing I could say? Is that a bad word? Um, <laughs> but but if you do it in the pan and you don't include onions, just because I don't like onions, then yeah, I'm here for it. Josh, you're a monster. First off, who doesn't like onions? I like onion. I like onion powder. It's not the flavor. It's just biting into an onion for me is so unpleasant. Some people are just wrong. Um, Yeah, no. You want to hear my more wrong? (laughs) Go for it. I don't like vinegar. It's like any sauce that's like vinegar. I just don't. I just don't touch it. I mean, I want nothing to do with it. I'm not so opposed that I won't have something that has vinegar in it. Like there are certain barbecue sauces and stuff like that that have that are vinegar based that are that are fine. Um, like people that put like like salt and vinegar chips or they'll put vinegar no. on mm-hmm. French fries or something mm-hmm. like that. Like if you do that, you're a monster. I just want you to understand you're in the same league as Josh here, not liking onions. Yeah, there were so many things I grew up thinking I didn't like, like mustard or whatever. No. Uh, Carolina barbecue sauce, which it, 
Imagine not liking vinegar. Growing up in Tennessee where they have real barbecue, the tomato-based stuff, and then ending up in the Carolinas where not only is it vinegar-based, they don't even cook the food in it. They just kind of have, oh, here's a thing you can squirt on. That's not barbecue. Carolina barbecue is not barbecue. I said it. I will be crucified probably tomorrow sometime during Black Friday. You you can send all complaints to Josh <laughs> at thebadopinions.com. <laughs> anyway, guys, I um first off I want to say we're extremely thankful for our listeners, for you guys who are part of the Facebook group, for our other hosts who might be listening to this. We are thankful for all of you. And today I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through three things. Three things for this holiday. A, I'm gonna help you build your Thanksgiving playlist. Everyone has a Halloween or Christmas playlist. That stuff's I would say for the birds, but that's the best holiday. Thanksgiving is for the birds. I I'm gonna give you some 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 key Thanksgiving songs we're gonna talk about. We're talking about some of the some of the shows and movies. And of course we're gonna discuss the reason for the season. But before we do all of that, Joe. How do you feel about Thanksgiving? Um, so for me, a lot about holidays and pretty much October on has been recontextualized over the last several years. Being in the restaurant business, coupled with um, not really having a family life, mm-hmm. didn't really make for a lot of opportunity to enjoy the holiday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just kind of, you know, every once in a while I would do like a Friendsgiving, something like that. Like I would have, uh, I would cook my friends Thanksgiving dinner and stuff like that. There was a stretch during college that a couple of us got together and like on Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, we would um, open the door for strays. You know, anybody who didn't have a place yeah. to go, they could come. That's that sort of thing. Um, but at this point, like this is now at a point where I can look objectively on a day like today and and say, you know, man, like th- there's it, it is cheesy. It is corny. It is all of the things when you when you talk about like the reason for the season and all of that kind of stuff. But when you realize the power of gratitude. It's it, it really yeah. is a very very impa- impactful thing, and and it has helped to be able to contextualize what I think about all of these things inside the housing of my walk with Christ. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, ironically, one of the complaints that a lot of atheists have about Christians that I actually agree with has a lot to do with why I like Thanksgiving actually, and it is. I'm trying to build this up well. The complaint basically are there's a lot of Christians who say, oh, well, not all Christians are like that. Those aren't real Christians. Real Christians believe the Bible. Real Christians love one another. Real Christians, whatever the phrase is here. And the complaint goes, okay, if all of these people are calling themselves Christians and doing this thing, that's what Christian is. It might not be what you want it to be. That's what it is. It might not be what it originally was. That's what it is. And I kind of have to agree. I have to accept the fact that when I say I'm a Christian, that comes with this baggage of all these people who are doing it very unwell. And I don't get to say they don't count, and I do. I have to say, okay, well, here's how I contextualize what they're doing with what I believe and make sense of it. I don't get to just dismiss it. 
And I do the same thing with the holidays, right? Halloween, whatever we may say it's about, realistically, it's about candy and parties and spooky things. That's fun, but it has a lot to do with capitalism now. Yeah. Christmas is primarily capitalism, a little bit of Santa Claus. Someone might mention baby Jesus, and someone will most definitely argue about where Jesus was born and all of that. It's either Christmas tends to either be a lot of religious pomp and circumstance to, for me, for me, this is just for me. It either comes off as a lot of pomp and circumstance, religious stuff, or it comes off as yay party, Santa Claus, happy, give me presents. Whereas Thanksgiving, because it's in between those two and because it just end up being kind of not prioritized the same way, it's maintained a lot of its actual self. Like Thanksgiving now isn't really about this terrible pilgrim story, which I will say it was terrible. But it's gone through a lot of deconstruction and people kind of left that behind. And now Thanksgiving typically is about food and family and friends and being thankful. Like it, it's actually managed to stay about the things it's about. And that's what I love. That's something that's to me, what's beautiful about Thanksgiving is that it seems to me to be the purest of the holidays. The one that's truly about being thankful. It's not about capitalism. And that's something that I enjoy. And that's, that's the re like uh, part of the, part of the thing in, and you know, I think some people would argue Christmas for this, but um, at worst kept secret in Christianity, guys, that Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. I know, I know it's crazy, but <laughs> worst kept secret in Christianity. Um, but it is the day that we choose to celebrate the birth of the, the birth of the savior and all of those kinds of things. So, but, but, so you would think inherently that that's like the purest, right? Because it has to do with Jesus, yada, yada, yada. But I think from a, from a societal standpoint, I think, Part of what helps the cause of it being Thanksgiving, because I would agree that Thanksgiving is is the purest if it's done well. Um, and and I'll, I'll qualify that, that statement here. And I think that this is probably where the roads are going to going to diverge for Josh and I. <laughs> um, we, you know, this is largely untreaded ground from a consumerist standpoint. There are a handful of stores that will really ratchet it up because they do seasonal supply and all of those kinds of things. Variety stores, different things like that. They, there is some there is some capitalism around around Thanksgiving, especially when you consider buying the food and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but definitely. but there's this there's this reality to it being about gratitude, and its its core essence is made about made up of this beautiful ingredient of gratitude and uh, and all of that and being able to really allow for that to be to be a centerpiece is this is this thing that has helped to preserve its beauty now for me in my house um we are not in a situation where like thanksgiving dinner in its proper context um is is an option um and we personally aren't the biggest fans of turkey i think turkey is incredibly overrated um it's it's fine it's fine it's fine but it's not there's there's so much better out there um but that being said go ahead i know you're chomping at the bit uh, i was gonna do um our fact checkers fact checkers uh looked into that and have determined that that statement was false well, and in fact, go. actually, is the best food. <laughs> there you go. 
Um, but but when when you even when you separate yourself away from the food aspect of it, what you're left with, like with Christmas, from a consumeristic standpoint, you're left with still even if you take like family meal out of it, there's still so much capitalism still baked into it. But with Thanksgiving, it's this thing that if you take that food component out of it, what are you left with? You're left with the sense of gratitude. With like this idea of, of I am, I am like, should we be, should we make one day about, about gratitude? Absolutely not. But if we are actually living out of a place of gratitude on Thanksgiving, then that still allows for it to be this beautiful thing. Yeah. I, um, I have, I have a lot to say to that, but first I want to say, I honestly, I think a lot of it, like I do Sunday church services, it can be done poorly and it can be done well. If Sunday service serves as your only time you're thinking about Jesus, um, it's being done poorly, right? But if it serves as a reminder of what's the most important thing and you carry it with you the rest of the week and you continue to live Christian lifestyles in community the rest of the week, then it's a beautiful thing. Right. And the you know, same thing with Thanksgiving. You know, It could be the one time of the whole year that you're thankful. That's awful. But if it's reminding you how important it is to be thankful, and that's what it does for me. Each year, I think, how can I be more grateful towards people? You know, I've started in the last couple of years making sure every email I word differently, but I always say I appreciated your time. And I try not to say it the same way every time because I don't want someone to think, oh, that's just something he says. I want them to know, no, I genuinely appreciate the fact that you took the time to respond to me. The fact that I know that your time means something and I appreciate that you were willing to spend it on me, you know? Right. And I always try to think of something else that I can be more thankful throughout the year, not just this one day what I'm going to say I'm thankful for. I think it's important to use it as a reminder, not as a one day thing that you say. Um, also, as far as the food goes, I, <laughs> I love turkey. I actually geek out about turkey. I spend a huge portion of my year. Honestly, this is the, the saddest part is I spend a lot of my year looking up different farms and stuff of I'm going to get an actual fresh turkey and then inevitably November comes around and I realize I don't have that kind of money <laughs> and I go to Walmart. <laughs> um, you know, you can splash your Turkey, you can roast your Turkey, you can smoke your Turkey, you can fry your Turkey. I end up making several turkeys a year cause I just can't make up my mind what kind of rub I'm going to use, what kind of brine I'm going to use, how I'm going to baste it. I love Turkey. There's so much you can do. And there's also this thing with, with Christmas for me, this is, this is actually a personal thing. I feel too much expectation in Christmas to enjoy it as much. I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. But I know that every Christmas, if I don't show up in at least five different states, then I'm disappointing someone terribly and it's a huge to-do. That's a lot of traveling. That's a lot of money that I'm obligated to spend. And I want to spend it. I want to go to these places, but it's still like it's heavy, you know? Um, and when you meet with people, it's not we're going to eat and then talk about what we're thankful for and sit around, watch football and enjoy each other's presents. That's Thanksgiving. Christmas is we're going to eat as quick as we can and get to the presents. Yep. I hate that. Like, I, I like the presents. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate presents. I like giving stuff to people. But the fact that that's the entire reason we got together, like, it just I would rather watch football and just talk about what's going on in your life and how much I miss spending time with each other and being thankful that we do get to meet and eat turkey. Fun fact, my favorite restaurant of all time is uh, Liberty Tree Tavern in Magic Kingdom, Disney World, naturally. And it's because it's an all-you-can-eat uh, Thanksgiving-style kind of meal. <laughs> and I, I just get tons of turkey and potato. One year for my birthday, my wife let me go there twice in one week, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> okay, that being said, do you have any holiday traditions for Thanksgiving that you'd like to share with everybody? Um, 
the the focus for us on Thanksgiving is very centered on gratitude and and being allowing it to be to serve as a reminder for what we are grateful for because the realities of life are what they are and it's very easy to get caught up in all of that and lose sight of what it is that you are that you are thankful for that's true i i i kind of too i um i actually i like friendsgiving just as much as thanksgiving yeah i know that's that's probably controversial if you're my family but it's true and friendsgiving and this is this is the ironic thing. I, I know I mentioned a lot of expectations with Christmas, and you could say the same thing about Thanksgiving because you're expected to do all this cooking. But if cooking is how you relieve stress, the the thing that's stressing you out is also what's relieving the stress. It's the perfect holiday for people like me, who that's what I do when I get stressed out. I just cook things. I literally made two derby pies today because I was feeling a little stressful and just uh, I was like, well, I, I need to make something, so I just made derby pie. <laughs> there you go, and uh, and I don't know who's gonna eat it. If this was Thanksgiving, I wouldn't have that worry, <laughs> you, you know, but, but yeah, so I, I love Friendsgiving for that reason. And just being with friends that I don't, I, the more, the older you get, the harder it is to meet up with friends who don't live in the same area. Friendsgiving is yeah. an awesome opportunity to do that. Family Thanksgiving is also, and I, this is what's weird is part of why I don't have a ton of traditions. We'll usually, we used to go Christmas shopping at midnight, whatever. It's because I will go to Kentucky usually where my dad's side family is. We have a huge family over there, which is also part of why I love Thanksgiving and the holidays. Joe and I kind of had different background. For me, the holidays were always a big deal in Kentucky. And, you know, there's not a lot of city there. What they do is uh, cook and eat. (laughs) So the food is always killer when you're in Kentucky. And, um, yeah, I'll go. I'll eat the food. And I like to just do whatever anyone suggests because I'm just happy to be with my family. So sometimes it's we're doing board games. And sometimes... Back when my brother and one of my cousins were younger, it was playing basketball. I don't even like basketball that much. But you know what? I'm here just to be with the people. So my tradition is just to enjoy being with people and doing whatever they want to do because I'm just happy to be with them, you know? Phenomenal. Okay. I told you guys I was going to do it. We're going to build a Thanksgiving playlist. So there's there's three different kind of Thanksgiving songs. And I'm going to have to – I'm probably going to have to debate a little bit on some of this. People, when I say that I like Thanksgiving music, usually will claim there's no such thing. And part of my debate, I have to point out, they hold the criteria of what counts as Thanksgiving music to a much higher standard than they do Christmas music. (laughs) If Let It Snow can be a Christmas song, it has nothing to do with Christmas. Baby, it's cold outside. It's literally just about it being chilly and someone spiking someone else's drink and some other stuff that we're not going to (laughs) say. If those things can count, you're going to have to give me a little more leeway than people tend to like to give me for Thanksgiving songs. <laughs> because if it being cold counts, then I feel like give thanks to the Lord should absolutely count for Thanksgiving. So, Because <laughs> at so, least it's about the thing the holiday's about. <laughs> so I just real quick, I want to take this opportunity to say one of the things that I am thankful for of when I record with Josh. And he just comes off <laughs> with some random stuff. On the air uh, and gets a genuine reaction out of me, <laughs> out of nowhere. It is phenomenal. Anyway, continue. As a quick side note, have you heard Jimmy Buffett's version of uh, Baby It's Cold Outside? No. They flip the genders. Oh. It's so weird. <laughs> also, yeah, uh, I think Frank true. Sinatra, at the end of his version, back in the day, he even says afterwards, oh, 
that was just this. <laughs> like he clarifies what it was that was in the dream. Because even back then they knew this song's kind of problematic. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to leave that there and move right along. Three types of Thanksgiving songs. First, you have the silly Thanksgiving songs, a lot of which are making fun of the fact that people celebrate Christmas way too early and we're kind of grumpy about it. People who love Thanksgiving are always grumpy about Christmas. And honestly, I'll tell you a secret. That's part of the fun. We like being grumpy about it. Don't let the other Thanksgiving geeks tell you that I told you this, but we enjoy it. <laughs> um, all right, here's the other one. Actual songs about the day of Thanksgiving. They do exist. And then there's songs that are about thankfulness or fall or autumn, family, that kind of stuff in general. Just like just like Let It Snow counts, songs about thankfulness should count. Hear me out. All right, so first, for, for our silly songs, here's what you're going to start with. Adam Sandler's Thanksgiving song. He just talks about the food. and like, I like turkey. <laughs> Matthew West did a song, Gobble Gobble. And let me tell you, it is dumb. <laughs> it's like, gobble, gobble, one, gobble, gobble, two. And just about eating Thanksgiving food. Brandon Heath. I love this one. Brandon Heath, the day after Thanksgiving. It's just the whole song is all this stuff about Christmas. And he's like, I don't care if you do this, but wait till the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And at one point he goes, he goes, I don't care if you put antlers on your car. As long as it's the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you tell him, Brandon. Um, and then, of course, my favorite of the silly ones. Also, Jimmy Buffett. Santa stole Thanksgiving. And it's uh, Santa stole Thanksgiving for the mall is how it goes. Sold it straight to the mall so the elves could have more money to build the toys, according to Jimmy Buffett. And Jimmy Buffett's regret, also part of why I love Thanksgiving. He says that it was such a laid back holiday. And that is truly what's beautiful about Thanksgiving. It is. It's just a laid back holiday. All right. Songs actually about the day. Graham Parker, Almost Thanksgiving Day. Just a good song. Ben Rector, The Thanksgiving Song. Beautiful. The thing is, I, I just don't feel like taking the time to talk about the beautiful ones that are actually meaningful because uh, I want to have fun. <laughs> I like to talk about the silly ones more. Um, okay. Ones about autumn, thankfulness, family that I think should be included. Zach Brown Band, Family Table. Also, I like Zach Brown Band. I know some people hate it because some people hate country. I like it. I mentioned Give Thanks to the Lord. Josh Groban does a song called Thankful. Ben Crosby does I got plenty to be thankful for. And it just simply for me is not Thanksgiving. If I don't hear Ben Crosby, I got plenty to be thankful for at some point during the day. Honorable mention. You can include these if you want. Passenger has a song about golden leaves. So it's about the fall and it's about being thankful for a life well spent with a lifelong partner. And of course, I love the Avit brothers and they have song November blues. It's about November. Uh, you know, it should count. All right, Joe. I put I put you through enough. I'm done. I'm done telling you about Thanksgiving songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I it's it's true though. You know, if if you look at most of what Christmas music is, oh there's a lot of it that's just winter songs, not Christmas songs, winter songs. And yeah. so the folk songs should count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, it, it is about the thing. So I will give you I will give you that. It's fascinating to me that you have put that level of thought and and detail into <laughs> what a Thanksgiving uh, special or what a Thanksgiving uh, playlist would, would, would sound like. But, you know, hey, oh, that's it, just the starter kit. <laughs> that's just it. That's just one on one. There's deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have like a, a, at least 100 on my playlist for Thanksgiving. 
And uh, I started listening in October, which is the greatest sin, right? I complain about Christmas being celebrated in November. And here I am before Halloween listening to Gobble Gobble 1, Gobble Gobble 2. It's a shame. It's a shame. I am a hypocrite. Feel free to persecute me, listeners. You know where I'm at. I live on the Facebook group. <laughs> All right. Movies and shows. Movies and shows. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the movies first. Movies first. Nightmare Before Christmas. I did this last year. I know it was controversial. It'll stay controversial. Hear me out. The whole movie takes place between Halloween and Christmas, and it's about being thankful for what you have and who you are. I'm counting it. <laughs> I know it's not really a Thanksgiving movie, but I can't help but throw that out there. Uh, I will say, though, Miracle on 34th Street's a great one. Yes, it is a Christmas movie, but the movie takes place during the Thanksgiving parade, so I think it's the perfect transition movie from the Thanksgiving holiday into Christmas. Also, I just love that movie a lot. Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving, just like all of the Charlie Brown movies, it's excellent. And believe it or not, Garfield has a Thanksgiving movie, and it's it's great. It's great. It's fun. <laughs> and then, That's Joe, personally, I, I think Thanksgiving really actually thrives in TV specials when a show has a special. And I don't like Seinfeld. You love Seinfeld. Does Seinfeld have Thanksgiving specials? I don't actually know. Yeah, all of those from that from that generation have have a uh, uh, Christmas or a uh, well a Christmas as well, but a Thanksgiving themed episode. Um, the one that really stands out in my mind is uh, Friends. You know, I I, I really love yeah. the Friends um, Christmas. Or again, I really love the Friends Thanksgiving <laughs> specials, especially the one the ones where they're playing football and and all of that um yeah yeah i'm in the same boat you know i grew up a product of a time where um tv was king sitcoms were king you know yeah. you, you watched a lot of that stuff as a kid and so for me i'm in that same boat of <sighs> i can point to you know every year there would be a a um each one of the episodes on tgif would all have a Thanksgiving special or your favorite sitcoms would all have a Thanksgiving special and all of that. Yep. And I'm like, any of the rest of the holiday themed ones I could take or leave, but there was just something special about the Thanksgiving themed ones. Yeah. I think it's part of that. No expectation thing. I feel like on the Thanksgiving special, they could do literally whatever they wanted. No one was going to care whether Santa Claus was there or not, whether, you know, Phoebe put a Turkey on her head or not. <laughs> Also, I got to say, Friends is not my favorite sitcom, but dear God, those Thanksgiving specials were excellent. All of them were excellent. I loved that. Yeah, glad oh, you mentioned real that. Qu real quick, I'm getting a I'm getting a, a quick notification. Our fact checkers are are back at it, and and it is in fact come <laughs> to a conclusion that uh, Friends is the best sitcom that, that that there really ever has been. So there's that. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I know you say that. I think the better friends, it's the same show, but significantly better was how I met your mother. And oh, it is it not. It had, is not the same oh, show. There's so on so oh, many levels that it's is not the same. Show. So close. It's so close. I, I think it's pretty much the same, but that's just me. How I met your mother is just superior. That's the important part. And <laughs> Joe hates that hates me right now. It's okay. He's still thankful for our friendship. I think I, I am. I am so <laughs> thankful for our friendship. Even when you're wrong. That's true friendship, guys. Yeah, yeah. That you can still be yeah. thankful for somebody even when they're wrong. 
I also like how I make your mother's Thanksgiving specials more. As much as I love Friends Thanksgiving specials, uh, there's this thing called Slapsgiving in How I Met Your Mother. And I watch it all the way through, the whole series of it. <laughs> and uh, it has to do with uh, they made a slap bet. Loser had got to be slapped however many times. There's a whole story behind it. I won't bore you with it here. But a couple of them get used for Thanksgiving. And uh, Marshall calls it Slapsgiving. And it's just fun physical humor i love i love that kind of stuff full house had a few good ones and another one that joe's not gonna like me mentioning but i think is is the king of thanksgiving episodes it goes to for me bob's burgers their thanksgiving specials are great <laughs> i uh yeah bob bob is just me in a cartoon my wife claims it up and down i was bob one year for halloween and it's just he is obsessed with Thanksgiving year round, same as me. So it's always a big episode when they do their Thanksgiving episodes. They don't do like they do Christmas specials, but it's not the big special of the year. The big special of the year for Bob's Burgers is Thanksgiving because he's a chef. So, he, you know, he likes to figure out how he's going to do his turkey each year, all that kind of stuff. And something always goes wrong. The thing about Bob's Burgers is all this is uh, just real quick. I'm going to deconstruct comedy for everyone. Comedy tends to use the same thing as logic as far as structure, but then do the opposite. Right. So there's this thing that uh, is a logical fallacy. That's the slippery slope argument or the argument from um, extreme, right? Bob's Burger does that. You relate to one of the characters like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. And then you just watch them slowly do the stupidest thing that you're like, oh, yeah, I would do that. Oh, yeah, I would do. That. And then at the end, you're like, how on earth did we get here? <laughs> It's just always in somehow completely absurd. And that is and, exactly what makes Seinfeld so funny is they just do it. They go down that road and they're like, yeah, yeah. But, but like, then they just did the thing. I just, I've never understood Seinfeld. I don't know why there's not anything like I could not argue with you why I don't get into it. It's the same thing with uh, star Trek next generation. That's what I'm just super wrong about. I want to like it so bad, and I just can't get past the first couple seasons. That's funny because most people think that the beginning stuff is better when Gene Roddenberry was directly involved. That's funny. I like the original movies and the original series. It's just next gen I had <clears> trouble <throat> with. But I started doing Deep Space Nine. God, that's great. That's what I'm thankful for this year. I started watching Deep Space Nine. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I'm, th I'm thankful for is that um, – one of our uh, our new recurring teammates, Sari, um, she got me uh, into rewatching through um, through Deep Space Nine again, and oh, it is phenomenal. Wait, are we both watching it right now? Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. That's a good. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, because that inevitably means there's going to be a Deep Space Nine episode coming soon to Systematic Ecology. So <laughs> probably on in January, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> on the on the air pitch, two shows throughout the next however long yes. it takes us to get through it. We'll just periodically do do uh, recaps uh -huh. of the different seasons. New Who and Deep Space Nine. Deal. <laughs> Super deal. Yep. Yeah. So that being said, we, we've we, we've mentioned this holiday has made pretty much stayed pure to the idea of being thankful, being with your family and your friends. And we mentioned, you know, taking that thankfulness, making it a year round thing. But Joe, why is thankfulness important? Like what? Why? So there's two answers. Um, they're part of the same answer, but there's two aspects. Scientifically speaking, when you engage with gratitude, 
there is a there is an actual chemical response that takes place in the brain that um it releases chemicals that um overall affect your mood affect your disposition they affect your physicality you know there's there's a lot that goes into what happens when you are genuinely thankful and you can get to a point of saying i am thankful for this thing for you know whatever that there there's a chemical response that that it really is beautiful especially when you put that into the context of your walk with Christ and and all of that kind of stuff um that that just paints this beautiful picture of of humanity and relationship and all of those kinds of things the other part of it is putting yeah. it in the context of your life and your walk with Christ and all of those kinds of things because like i said before especially for those of us that are very well versed in what this world in the realities of this world and what it looks like that um you you it's very easy to lose the forest in the trees and get so caught up in life and what it is then in and and not not understand what you have to be thankful for and so um that those I'll, I'll start there that those those are the two most important aspects to me about this whole idea of gratitude and you know what everybody starts someplace you can you can go down the road of no this shouldn't be the only day and blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah, yeah yeah we can go we can go down all that all, all that road but everybody's got to start someplace so what if what if this thanksgiving is a start to you establishing some kind of regular routine to focus on what you're grateful for. Yes, I agree. I, um, I'm not going to pull a teacher. I'm going to say more than that. <laughs> I, uh, and there, there's so many reasons for me. And, and this is someone who's not trying to shoot my own horn. Someone who's practiced this a long time. Uh, what I'll tell you is when you let people know that you appreciate them and that you're thankful for them, that you're grateful for them, and you don't just say it as like a like a empty phrase. You know, we all have those. How are you doing? And we don't mean it kind of phrases. Don't use empty phrases when you actually say it and mean it. And you tell people, I appreciate you. They actually start to register. This is someone who who cares for me in some way. This is someone who is thankful for me. And in return, they start you. Most people return appreciation for you. This is one of those things where like it's a Christian principle that you don't have to be Christian for it to be true. Right. If you start expressing gratitude towards people. It comes back around to you. You reap what you sow kind of thing. That tends to be true. Also, Joe's going to hate part of this answer. I took a yoga class in college once. That's the part he's going to hate. And, <laughs> but, you know, it's not real yoga. It's college yoga. But they, uh, part of what she had us do was write, have a thankful journal. You wrote what you were thankful for. And you had to write five things a day or something. I forget what it was. It was some hippie kind of thing. Um, guys, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to stereotype people. Please show me grace. But I um I, I did it because it was part of the classwork and I had to show that I did it. And the first few times I'm just like trying to write random stuff down. And then I was like, hey, what if I uh I did this as if it was a prayer journal where I'm writing these things and I'm telling God what I'm grateful for. And I spent time doing that. And it became a lot harder to be grumpy throughout the day. It became a lot harder to be mad about my life. And that didn't mean my life was any better. My life was still kind of rough at that time. I was going through some stuff. But I was changing my focus from the things that were wrong, the things that were terrible at that time, to at that point, I still barely could walk. I still, you know, I was still recovering a lot of stuff from my accident. 
But instead of focusing on those things, I started focusing on the fact that I can walk at all. You know, it's like it's a perspective thing, focusing on the fact that I'm thankful that I still have my dog. I still have a place to live. I have all these things. And that's part of why I love the Bing Crosby song. The uh, I have, I'm, I've got something to be thankful for is, you know, it, it can be problematic to some people because he says something like, I have two legs, two arms. I have the ability to hug and kiss the one I love. And, you know, that's not true for everyone. So I know that could be problematic for some people. But I that song means a lot to me because I'm sitting there going, yeah. I still have stuff to be thankful for. Yeah, uh, when it rains, I am in a ton of pain. When it's cold, I don't want to get out of bed at all. I kind of, it's hard to want to do life. But when I take the time to really think about it, I have something to be thankful for even still. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a reality when you understand what it means to say, I, there is a world where I don't have this ability anymore. I can't do this thing anymore. All of those kinds of things. I know that that's controversial when you consider the wide angle view, but there's a reality to really appreciating what you do have to be thankful for because you've been confronted with the idea of what it means to not have that thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it, right? I I was told that I might never hike again. Do you know, like, when I take the time in prayer to mention to God how happy and thankful I am that I can hike a mountain? Do you know how out of hand that gets? <laughs> like, luckily, I'm just talking to God, so I don't have to worry about someone being like, all right, Josh, calm down. Because <laughs> I'm like, God, God, you let me have this again, and you didn't have to. And I just, you know, I, I know that I ramble, and I'm just glad that we have a graceful God who's like, all right, well, Josh is doing this again. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? I love that I have a God who loves me, who didn't have to show me that favor, who hears me rambling going, okay, well, that's not even the most important thing. And instead of you know, criticizing me or anything like that, God loves hearing my thanks. Yeah. And he loves hearing yours too. I know that's cheesy, but it is the season, right? <laughs> right. But that's, but that's a reality, right? Like understanding that relationship piece and understanding what that open dialogue looks like goes the distance in establishing just how wonderful and miraculous and special that our, our relationship with God is. That God is good regardless. And it's, it's the fact that we can count on that that is so beautiful. And I'm going to take the step past, well, maybe a step back. I should say, because there's no no past God, but you know what I mean. Your relationships, let me tell you, sometimes uh, marriage isn't easy. Yep. Sometimes friendship isn't easy. Yep. Sometimes uh, having brothers and sisters isn't easy. But taking the time this one day and remember, not this one day, but, you know, taking the time to just remember to be thankful and to remind yourself I should be thankful that I have them at all. Despite, man, isn't it annoying when they throw off my schedule, isn't it annoying when they come and bug me when I'm doing this? Isn't it annoying when, you know, I've said 500 times, I want your shoes here or 500 times that could you close the door when you do this? And just to take the time and be like, but you know what? I have someone who loves me and to be thankful for that. Yeah, it's worth it. It'll make your life easier. It'll make them happier, <laughs> make them more grateful for you as well. It'll make your relationships better. Uh, thankfulness is just truly one of the most underrated values 
in our society today. You know, uh, we value living for yourself and doing what you need to, to take care of yourself. And I just want to tell you that truly one of the greatest values and one of the things that'll just help you most in life, whether you're a Christian or not, it just truly will help you a lot to take the time to be thankful for one another. If you're a Christian, to tell God you're how thankful you are. If you're not, maybe do that thankful journal that I made fun of earlier. Just take the time to be thankful. Agreed. Yeah. With that being said, sometimes this show is hard, and we're extremely thankful that we still have people who take the time to hear us talk about this stuff, to hear me go off about turkeys and Thanksgiving songs and, uh, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, DC. I did an entire episode about One Piece, and you guys are rewarding me for it. You guys uh, let me do an episode about Disney that was like an hour and a half long, and a ton of people bothered to listen to it and said something to me about it later on, and I'm like, man, I am so thankful for you guys enabling my hobbies. <laughs> right. I could have worded that better, but you you know what I mean. I value you guys, and I appreciate you guys. You, uh, How's it go, Joe? You are loved, and you are cared for. Uh, yeah, that, that you are loved, and you are prayed for. When's the 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 catchphrase? That's pretty well. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'll I'll jump in. It. I've said this. You know, I can remember um, talking about this not long after um, we we started this last year, and and there was a handful of us on on that episode, and and all of those kinds of things, and you know that even at that point in time, the show was so young and we, we were able to still already see the fact that you guys were coming and supporting us on this project and really appreciating what it is that we were putting out. And, and that to me, I, I've never, I've never seen a community like you guys. I've never seen the community come around a concept in a show like you guys have come around us. And so, so seriously from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for each one of you that have been, that have been a part of the community that chime in, in the Facebook group that listen to the show. Seriously, you guys are the reason why we get to do this. Yeah. And uh, just do a couple, a couple of shout outs. There have definitely been times where Austin, has shared something on the Facebook group, Matthew, uh, Stephanie, you know, your, your wife, Joe, where I was just having a really cruddy day and I opened up Facebook and it said someone posted in priest of the geeks. And let me tell you, there's yet to be a negative post in priest of the geeks and, uh, you know, knock on wood, whatever. But every time you guys post something, it, it just, it makes me a little happier. And there's definitely times that you three have posted something where I had a terrible day and it made me smile on a day where smiling seemed impossible. And I'm just, I'm so thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for the people who came out to Theology Beer Camp to see Will and I. Um, hopefully we can do more stuff like that in the future because I love getting to see you guys. I love getting to interact with you on Facebook and everything else. And you guys truly are awesome. And you're the reason we do the show. Yep, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, then that being said, Joe, are you ready to wrap this one up? I think so. All right, guys. First things first, what recommendation would you leave people with? What have you uh, been checking out lately that you're thankful you checked out? <laughs> um, so I alluded to it before, but um, for those of you that follow along in the um, in the Facebook group, 
you know that in the day household, uh, November is sci-fi month. And we have been going through New Who. Um, we tried a couple of different shows. We might go back to shows like Farscape and all of that, but that just wasn't the type of flavor that we were looking that we were looking for this year. Um, not a bad show or anything, just different. Um, but we decided to go back through New Who with the idea that um, neither one of us really watched the um, the newest Doctor. And so we want to kind of give it a chance and, and all of that. And so the idea is that we're going to watch straight through to when it, to when the new stuff starts. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm thankful that for uh, David Tennant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and it's been, it's been hitting different. So, so that's, it's good. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I have a lot to say about that, but I'm going to hold it. Cause we already pitched that we're going to be doing a new who soon. I, I'm going to, I'm going to do a slightly more serious recommendation. Which is funny, because the last episode we just recorded, Joe did the serious one and made me feel goofy for doing the silly one. So now it's my turn, Joe. <laughs> going into the Christmas season, I'm going to recommend a book that I, I disagree with very heavily, but it's been so much fun to disagree with it. Huh. Um, for those who don't know, when I went to Theology Beer Camp, I got loaded with like 30 books, and it was, uh, Pulp Show was going to give us all like five, and he asked what I wanted, and I was like, I, I don't know, man, give me the most challenging. I am uh, grew up conservative Pentecostal, and he was like, all of these will be difficult for you. And uh, he was right. This one, Birthing the Holy. If you grew up Protestant, you don't know much about why people value Mary and some of the other religions. It's actually a really good book for us because it kind of explains why people value Mary, what the Bible actually says about it, what it doesn't say that some of those people do believe about Mary. I'm sure it's challenging from that side too, but I don't know because I, I never lived that side. But it's uh, just an exploration of Mary birthing Jesus and uh, just kind of thinking through what exactly that means and uh, what it doesn't mean. And, uh, you know, I disagree with a lot of it, but it's been very thought provoking and uh, really fun to read that going into Christmas here soon. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. So that being said, head over to systematicgeekology.org, hit the host tab. You see both me and Joe's name there. You can uh, click on that, see all the other episodes we're a part of. Let's know what you've been geeking out on what you think we should be geeking out on and uh, guys do us a favor extremely important I, I need you to remember that uh this is the greatest day of the year happy thanksgiving This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.